Hi, I'm Emma. This is Joe. And welcome to Wahine Wino's podcast, unedited and unscripted. Yes, and we are very excited tonight. And also, we've got a whole special circumstance surrounding this episode. Woohoo! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> it sound exciting. I'm so excited. <laughs> so, to talk about our special circumstance, Joe. Me. Why don't you update us on your special uh, circumstance? So my special circumstance. Okay, so our name is Wahine Winos. So for now, I am not going to be a wino. <laughs> I'm going to be the Wahine still. And M is going to be Wahine Winos for, for a while. Cause yeah, I, ta- I have to carry it all on my own. Yes, <laughs> I'm taking a break from the winos. <laughs> from any liquor for at least for 30 days. I have some health issues uh, is that's needing me to stop drinking. I'm fine. I'm fine. But um, my left hand, my left fingers were starting to develop neuropathy. And it's not pleasant. That's when, you know, when you have pins and needles in your fingers. And in fact, as I'm speaking, I'm kind of like... It knows I'm, you're talking about them. Yeah, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm playing with my fingers like this. They keep, you have to keep knocking them against each other. Otherwise, it just, it's just numb. So now I am fully sober as I am speaking. <laughs> so, <laughs> For the first time ever. First time ever. In the podcast where I'm sober. So I don't know. I'm going to try to be funny. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, so... I know. So, anyways, I'm you know part of neuropathy is uh, alcohol makes it really, really worse. It makes it really bad. So, um, wait, can you slowly or explain yes. neuropathy? Because I you told me about this and I was like, it's what? I had no idea. So, for those of us who don't know, what is it? So, neuropathy is the pins and needles where you, you normally like okay. people who've been drinking a lot. Like <laughs> this is in my case, <laughs> although I drink a lot. <laughs> Hold on, I'm jumping around. Yeah. But for those people, let's say who have um alcoholics and they've been drinking for twenty plus years. Part of the part of the health issues with being an alcoholic is your toes. Usually, it's the toes start to get numb. You, so okay. you develop neuropathy in your feet and your okay. toes. It starts off in your tro- toes, and uh, so so alcohol makes that worse. Obviously, it creates it and it makes it worse. Okay. In my case, I suspect I'm pretty sure it's what it is. Is I was on this uh, medication for my allergies for longer than I should have. And part of the side effects of that is neuropathy. So I've stopped using that that medication, and so I've started to get feelings back on my my left hand. The the middle finger is coming back, so that's how I know. Oh, it's got to be that medication. And the other two fingers are also starting to feel better, but there's still pins and needles. So I know that if I just take the alcohol out, it's I'm gonna heal way faster. And so yeah, that's. For now, I'm going to be sober. The cool thing is my friends are very excited. <laughs> not just for my not, health. Not me. I'm, not. No, I'm excited about your health. <laughs> no, but then everybody else is excited because now I'm the DD. <laughs> They're oh, like, right. okay. let's go across town and everybody else is going to get wasted. And I'm like, fine, I'm the DD. You are such a trooper. <laughs> you are such a trooper for that. I When I went through, I went through something that I shared on the podcast a while ago where I didn't drink for a while. And I holed up in my house. I would have never been anyone's DD. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I, I totally. And I, I admire that you're like the, you're like, nope. I'm still gonna go out. I'm still gonna do like all the things. And well, to be fair, I haven't done it yet. <laughs> yeah, you have a test run tomorrow. Like, I have a test run tomorrow. tomorrow. Right? I'm having a girls' night out with all these other ladies tomorrow, and I'm gonna be the DD. Yeah. So, but, you know, I don't plan on being fully sober. I mean, t- <laughs> to be honest, you know, I'm hoping to get some gummies. I mean, why not? I don't know. I've never... Not hoping to get. You will have some. I Yay. have some. 
and I was supposed to bring them tonight, and I forgot them, but I have them at home. It's not like I have to get them. They're at my house. Yeah. I'm sitting on the kitchen counter waiting for you. I don't know. I don't know about being fully sober at a girl's night out, you know, so. <laughs> but, yeah, for a while, and we'll see how it goes. I'll keep you updated on how I hang socially sober <laughs> yeah like, i want to know <laughs> but you know what i'm realizing too is like you know this is gonna be good because then it's probably gonna cut down on all, on all the dumb shit that i do <laughs> <laughs> probably probably i've definitely done some questionable things when i drink so <laughs> i'm like oh, so i'm very excited not to go Ugh, what the fuck did i just Why do why did i do that oh no <laughs> like oh my god it seemed like such a good idea after four drinks <laughs> so that's not gonna happen in the next 30 days at least well good for you i never did 30 days i was like a couple of weeks not 30 days so well, i i'm i'm four days five days into it no four days i think four days four days so now as i when you hear me like that that is perrier and pineapple juice so that's my go-to drink. Sounds good. It's so delish. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. I'm not doing that. I'm drinking a, um, I just want to say this. I'm drinking La Crema, but I was curious about this. I saw La Crema and it says, I think it's different. It has a twist off now. And it's La Crema Monterey 2020 Chardonnay. I, I, I went to go back and look at my other one. I think it's different than the normal one I drink. It's delicious. I love La Crema. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's what I'm drinking. I'm not doing the sober thing. Although I'm trying to drink less because I'm hanging out with my sober friend. No, stop! Yeah, I did. I did <laughs> think for a minute I'll try to do this podcast with no alcohol too and I totally couldn't do it. Well, I'm being like, honest. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> Somebody's got to be fun. Yeah. So I really like, I'm like, oh, Joe, you're so brave and you're so awesome because I like, I like shut down sometimes. Like so, alcohol is definitely my social lubrication. <laughs> liquid courage it is I just can't I'm too socially awkward I, I guess like unless I know somebody so well that I just 100% feel comfortable with them I sort of feel like I always want like a glass of wine available you know like I've never been like a let's meet for coffee and hang out with somebody I don't know you know I'm yeah. kind of like more like oh you know like yeah it's a bad habit but I'm totally like let's get a drink or wine or right whatever. and that's it it's like it's this habit you know I've developed since my separation from my ex. I mean, I never used to be such a big drinker, but now, well, I, I was before. Never mind. <laughs> As I said that, I'm like, I think I'm lying. But so <laughs> I'm telling on myself. Good self-awareness. Oh my show. god! <laughs> and I'm not even drinking. <laughs> but um, so let's well, see. I lost my train of thought, and I'm not drinking. So apparently, I don't have to drink to lose my train of thought. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you were just saying like it is a habit. It is a habit, like. That you've developed. Yeah. the social aspect of drinking. You know, it's so, yeah, it's such a social part of, you know, culturally, it's part, it it is, it's everything. So I've actually been playing out all these social scenarios I'm going to be in in the future. I'm like, okay, I'm already planning. Okay, I'm going to have to have this drink and that drink so I don't drink. Like, I can't just go into a social situation now and just randomly go into the cooler. I'm I'm not tempted to drink at all, you know, thank God. So because my health issue is just so great that uh, this is not there. Like, as again, I'm still playing with my fingers. (laughs) Yeah, it's more important. I agree. That's like that can, I mean, that's what motivates you, right? Oh, that's yeah. No, it's like you. the forefront is my health first. And no, there's no party on earth that is worth my my, my fingers. 
or right. it yeah. getting worse, you know, I'm yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, totally. no, no, I, you know, I will be sober. It's totally fine. But so part of that for me, like I said, what I'm drinking pineapple juice and uh, bubble water. So I actually went to Costco today just so I can buy Perrier, like a big case of Perrier. Oh yeah, yeah. Because if you're uh, if if you're one of those people, if you ever want to not drink, Perrier yeah. is a tr- is a is a trick to not drink. I know. I did that too when I wasn't drinking. And Perrier actually has um something in it. It's good for your digestion. It has like I want to say magnesium. Oh, I didn't. Know. I might be wrong, but it's it's good for. Um, we're obviously not a health <laughs> advice podcast, but um, no, it, it's it's not a. It's like good for you. And I was the same when I wasn't drinking. I I actually did that or kombucha. I'm not even gonna do kombucha, kombucha, so yeah. Bubbly, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Was good for me, but um, yeah, like I didn't do any social activities though. Like I just pretty much stayed home, unless I like had to do something. I was pretty much at home. Mm -hmm. Um, and then like it wasn't so hard not to drink at home. I thought it was gonna be really hard not to drink at home actually, because like I really love to cook, and I always part of that is pouring a nice glass of wine. Absolutely. And I was like, how am I gonna do this? And I have to say that I, it it was that part was an adjustment, but then. I, once I, I shifted to like doing raw food and like, you don't really need a glass of wine with raw food. If you're going to eat something so healthy, <laughs> it kind of like defeats the purpose if you're also drinking wine. You know what I mean? So yeah. it worked out. Cause before that I was making like pasta. So like pasta and wine. Yes. But like, oh, yeah. yeah. If you're you know frying I mean? something on that red wine with you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So now that I do more raw foods at home, it's like, I'm not as tempted. So during the week I haven't been drinking. Um, and then during the weekend I do. So, you know, but, um, yeah, that was that was an adjustment, but it it was okay. But I've never done thirty days like you're about to do, so I'm yeah. very, very well. Like, you've never that. had your fingers numb, so oh well, I have had some serious. Yeah, you've had other stuff, right? Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. But yeah, the, the neuropathy is just there all the time. It doesn't go away. I wake up and yeah. there's a pins and needles in my fingers. So it's like just a constant reminder. Of, I'm not drinking. Like there is not. I'm not even a craving. There's no cravings. It's just. Now it's the habit, like what you were saying. Like you know, when I, today I made salmon and Brussels sprouts for my kids, and I'm usually drinking. I crack my red wine. It's like this whole ritual. Yeah. So really, it's not even the taste or any of it. It's a ritual that like I have to redo yeah. in my head. So that's why when I go out tomorrow, I have this ritual that you know when I'm getting ready, put my makeup on, I'm drinking. So it's like okay. So in my mind now, I'm not gonna be. You know, I'm gonna have. That's why I got my my Perrier. So it's kind of the same ritual, but I'm kind of, I'm tricking my brain so into thinking I'm drinking. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. That's kind of it's part of you know if you need to stop drinking that there's all these tricks that you play with your brain so you're not miserable. Yeah, no, I remember thinking. I remember talking with therapists like about that ritual about that ritual. I don't even know, but this was a while ago. Yeah, shifting it. I like teas a lot too, like hot tea. Mm-hmm. At night. I was thinking about doing that too. But yeah, even like change my, my diet now for now. I'm, you know, eating a lot more salads. I got a bunch of salad stuff and fruits and I, I don't really eat fruits. But Me neither. Yeah. But this whole, yeah, nothing like a health scare to make you change your life. Mm-hmm. At least for me, I'm highly motivated to highly shift my motivated. life. Oh yeah, sufficiently motivated. Let me just tell you that right now. But yeah, so that's what's my update. Oh, and I started jujitsu again. And yeah. I hurt myself. <laughs> well, I was, yeah, anyway, so that's always fun. Oh, <laughs> But, you know, but anyway, like, I'm going to keep doing jujitsu. Um, let's see, that. that's it. I surf. I didn't surf today, though, but. Well, it's kind of a crappy. It's a crappy day for that. I got yeah. my nails done. It's, like, rainy and. 
Yucky. Um, but yeah, the other thing about not drinking that I've noticed during the week and stuff for myself is my energy is so much higher. Like I have yeah. so much more energy during the day, you know? Oh yeah. Like last night actually was a drinking night for me because I, it, I didn't have school today. So it was like a weekend, mm-hmm. but for some reason I just didn't drink Aww, and proud I of slept you. forever. Like got, but then I was wide awake at five fifty, which like, it's not my jam to get up. <laughs> I've been up since six this morning. Like, so, like, I have, like, energy when I don't, you know, like, it's just oh, yeah. a lot, like, you'll, and I read something a long time ago, too, about, like, when people, not, not at all to, like, say you're an alcoholic or anything like this in this realm, but I just read something a while ago about people who are alcoholics that stop drinking, all of a sudden have so much energy to devote to, like, these other things. <laughs> like, Absolutely. Sudden, well, you, you know, have all this extra time that you were using. Yeah. You're not going to happy hours and you're not, like, exactly. Yeah. Well, see, that's it. I, I don't plan on changing any of that. Like, if I'm invited to yeah. go out somewhere by, by my girlfriends, I'm going to go. And that's yeah. what I'm doing. Like, I have a couple of parties lined up with my girlfriends and I'm going. I'm, th- I'm their DD. Yeah, well, that's good. Right, that's why I bought that case of Perrier, though. I'm already, like, planning on getting my own cooler. <laughs> <laughs> a Perrier. A Perrier is my green bottle, everybody. That's my green bottle. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, I'm very proud of you. Hey. I hope this really helps in you. Oh, my gosh, that. it's already helping. I can't wait to actually feel my fingers, so. Yeah. And I have a doctor's appointment, just to let you know. I have a doctor's appointment coming up to make sure everything's okay. Yeah. But, intuitively I feel like everything's okay and uh, so I just got to do my part in keeping myself healthy yeah right yeah Yeah, you're right and the not drinking wow I'm so much more like I'm so much more present it's so great yeah totally yeah maybe at the end of 30 days I might not want to drink anymore who knows totally (laughs) or at least like limit it a lot yeah I mean right or maybe like maybe I'll only drink when I'm on vacation or something right Ooh, have the little caveats for it Mm -hmm. (laughs) because right now I feel okay I feel pretty happy actually so Yay. That's because I have M here. I miss you. I know. <laughs> I haven't seen you in so long. I know. Now that we switched to do our podcast every other week, I feel like same, same. I'm like, yeah. oh, we haven't seen each other as much. We haven't been like talk because we usually like talk about the podcast throughout the week and then right. we have it planned. And actually, sadly, we only have like three more podcasts before the end of season six, which season six is going to be our shortest season because remember, we just started season six <laughs> in March randomly. Just so you know, if you listen to our podcast, we, like, if you've been listening since the beginning, we just sort of make new seasons, right? Like, what feel, number feels good to yeah, you? Yeah, what number? And please don't look. At, okay, at one point, I was the one in charge of putting the numbers <laughs> on the episodes. I, and then I, I don't know how to number them. I don't, I lost count. So, like, if you look at our numbers somewhere, which we've never been able to find where those are, and you see that it goes, like, episode, season five, episode 15 to four, or something jumps around, I'm sorry. It's kind of like my checkbook. <laughs> Yeah. What check number is this? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. No clue. No clue. No clue. I, I keep losing my checkbooks. I just randomly pop new ones out. Oh my god, me too. Oh, same, same, same. Me too. I have so many. I have so many checkbooks. I have so many stamps. I keep buying oh books with stamps because I keep losing them too. Oh my god, totally. My dad, my dad's my accountant. He's so pissed at me. He's like, what happened to number 103? Oh god. <laughs> like, my thing is probably like, we give up. We give up. Yeah, you jumped now to 250. Now you write checks from 1992. <laughs> 250. I've had the same bank account since I was in college. And actually. then people are like, what the fuck are you doing writing checks? <laughs> and that, yeah, and that. <laughs> Long story. <laughs> We're old school. We're old. <laughs> Old school. Anyway, so that's our update. <laughs> My update. So I will be so wahine sober. <laughs> so we have over here we in the house. We have wahine wino and wahine, wahine sober. Wino. 
And Wahine sober. Oh, well, soberish. Soberish. <laughs> wahine, wa, soberish. <laughs> no. Wahine, wino, and Wahine, soberish. Soberish. <laughs> All right, and then our show for today. Oh, um, my gosh. Okay, so I, okay, our show, our show is called How Self-Aware Are You? And the reason, okay, one, there's, well, one reason I think it's great to think about this because we do focus on you and I, but I think people in general focus on a lot of other things other than their own self-awareness. Like, you know what I mean? Just in general, even on like a healing path, which I think that we're both on, there's other things that we tend to focus on just other than just self-awareness. Yeah. But there's been so many conversations you and I have had about situations where we'll be like, God, that person is so not self-aware. You know what I mean? Like, like we were like, I mean, I don't even think that we're, we're, not that we're mean and judgy, but there's we've had that come up for a few times. So, anyway, I have been I'm a big journaler, and I've been following these questions. So we're gonna post them on our Instagram later. The ones that we use tonight. I'm gonna get my pen and check them off so we can be actually follow through on our word, Joe. Oh my God! Okay, let's sorry, another we're teasing pod. your episode. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, um, so I've been I've been journaling, and I've been following this set of questions. And, it, like, I was just like, whatever, I'm going to start doing this. And I was really surprised to answer two of them in my journal. And it really did make me think about myself and how I, how, how self-aware I am. So we picked out the, the thing that we had, that I had that I was using in a journal is probably 45 questions. We picked out, I think, like, our top, uh, top 10. We have not talked about them. We just agreed on the questions that we are going to discuss. Yes. Freestyling it, end, like we'll, always. Yeah, we'll figure out how self-aware we are. And right. then we can post the questions so that you guys can do this and see... You know, it's not like there's some scale. It's not like a Cosmo quiz from back in the day where, like, at the end it tells you, like, <laughs> you one, are, one to You're five. a dumbass. You're not self-aware at all. You are the Buddha. <laughs> yeah. And, like, exactly, like, 10 to 15. Oh, my goodness, you're a goddess. It's not like that, but it does make you think about Like, move things. over, Einstein. You're so smart. <laughs> so, so self-aware. You must be I don't know if he was self-aware, so. Probably not. He's too oh intelligent. <laughs> anyway, well, back to our show. <laughs> <laughs> Tangent, as our former guest G was here, you know, Jen, Jen, uh, Jen, Jen and Tonic, <laughs> like we rein each other in. Okay, go. Yeah, but no, but that is, I just have to, just the Einstein thing. I feel like self-awareness is totally a different. Oh yeah. It's a different thing, right? There's like intelligence, there's all these other things. So self-awareness is a specific thing. It and is. that's why I think it's cool. We're just focusing on that. It is. Yeah. How self-aware for you to say that? <laughs> oh, God. oh my god we're gonna tonight. all right are you ready for our first question let's do it okay i have to load up my not um my not her my her wino her yeah, wine my wino because i'm i'm just you know i know you guys feel really sorry for me but i'm doing the job for both of us so yeah yeah I somebody gotta, yeah, somebody's got you know gotta uh, yeah. make sure i refill this wine as soon as i can we have integrity with our name here oh absolutely <laughs> oh my goodness we are that for sure. <laughs> okay, ready for the first question? Let's do it. Okay, okay. And, and as we discuss the questions, I'd love for you to, the listeners, to answer it for yourselves as well. Yeah, jot them down, and we will post them later, so you yeah. can also follow along. Okay, so our first question is, how much self-control, this one was kind of related to what we just talked about, so that's why we did it first. How much self-control do I have with things that I know are bad for me, but I tend to indulge in? Mm. Do, you have, do you want to answer that, or do you want me to go first? 
I have really depends on the stuff, but I'm gut level. I don't really have that much self control. Me neither. Oh my god! <laughs> neither, like if I want uh, with the stuff that what it say, with but it has to be something that's bad for you. It's oh. not like oh, like I love oh yeah to shop. no. I it's have something that you know is bad. for Oh you my god! Like, I have oh. the worst self control when I, you know when it comes to like certain kind of humans. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, yours is so different than mine. Yeah, no, no. I have a, I have no self control if a certain human is in front of me. It's over. What kind of human is that, Joe? <laughs> well, let's see. Smart ones and, and cute ones and and has great conversations and witty and tall ones. And <laughs> oh, my God. Remember, we are doing self-aware. Well, I, this is me being self-aware of what I like. Oh, okay. 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 But, yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm working on, on choosing better people for myself <laughs> oh okay yeah I see. yeah no when it comes to choose yeah that thing that's my my poison right there is choosing bad guys and uh so <laughs> oh okay you know, isn't that the, that's when i when i heard that to I me mean, when you asked that question for me the talk you know can you read ask that question no it me? makes sense how it's just funny because i how much self-control do i have with things that i know are bad for me see? so yeah bad guys are bad for you yeah. oh my god but i, I have yeah indulge, but i tend to indulge in yeah, me, yeah. yeah, I know, yeah, things that are bad for me, yeah, the only thing that's bad for me are the men that I choose, so I, I, <laughs> I don't have self-control. Okay. But see, now that I'm not drinking. Yeah, maybe I'll be totally better. Oh my God, it's going to be You're amazing. You're going to find an Einstein, I'm sure. I'm going to find an Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> how about you, Em? Okay, I was thinking about things that are bad for me, like health-wise. That's how I thought of the question right Oh, away. okay. Like, okay. personally. So I was like, okay, yeah, I'm really not good at it either. My big thing is try to balance. Like, like you know, any of my bad habits, drinking, smoking, like, stuff like that. Like, I'm like, um... You know, I try just not to overindulge. But do I have the willpower to completely cut them out? No. Oh, yeah. But can I, man- can I manage to do things less? Like, that's what, like, became with the whole drinking not during the week. Like, yes, I can, I can definitely, you know, make them shorter. Like, whatever. But totally letting go of things that I really enjoy that are bad for me. Because it's obviously something I enjoy. Like, yeah. then I think it's really hard. And I don't really have that much. Yeah. I- you know, it has. And for me, like, with the not drinking was a health scare, too. Uh, yeah, it was you know, exactly we both right. Like to drink and it kind of takes out scared to be like, oh shit, I'm not going to do that. So just on my own, being like, this is bad for me. I shouldn't do it. Not not a strong point of mine. Yeah, no. You put the the perfect bad boy in front of me. I'm gonna say yes. Right. <laughs> you put the perfect Chardonnay in front of me. I'm definitely saying yes. <laughs> Fuck it. What the, what was that? What self awareness? Let's keep going. Chardonnay and an acid blonde cigar is a panty dropper for me. So. <laughs> oh kidding. my god. Just kidding. But. Oh yeah. Um, Okay, next. Right, next question. Okay, our next question. Okay, we have to skip to the back. I had to make so many notes. We rearranged things a little bit. Oh, okay, we're jumping right to this. How do I deal with rejection? <gasps> this is perfect for what I was just talking about. Yeah. <laughs> my bad boys. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Bad boys come re- with rejection. And guess what happens for me? Gosh, you know, how do I deal with it? Not well. Then my my sad side comes out. <laughs> I just, I, I cry it out. and But... I I deal with rejection. Uh, how do I deal with it? Well, not well. I well, I don't think anyone deals with rejection well. Yeah, I, I really have to do all the self-talk of, it's not you, you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the first thing I think I deal with, I, I talk myself how it wasn't a rejection. Exactly. Like, that's what I do. I'm like, oh, no, um... I don't think it's that, like, they rejected me. I think maybe they were having a bad day. 
Or maybe I just, they had they, better candidates for the job or like... Like for me, it was like, oh, they weren't ready to be yeah. in a relationship. It was just, it was bad timing. Bad timing, bad timing. The oh, universe, yeah. the universe just says no. Yeah. The universe said no. Yeah. So I think both of you are the same. Like I, I just try to walk. I try to walk back that I ever re- was rejected in the first place. <laughs> but honestly, like, what? No, that didn't happen. Like total denial. I didn't like you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> But no, on a more, to take it seriously. At least seriously. you feel it, though, and then you go and I do, do feel it, and you know what, though? I do do my inner child work. You know, as a therapist, I teach my clients, like, the inner child work. And so I end up doing the same thing for myself. And honestly, with each rejection, I feel better. But I don't, I, there's another, there, I like to think there's other ways to feel better other than being rejected, though. You know, it's like... Well, rejection is cutthroat. So after I go through all my stages of denial, I do actually like to address it straightforward and think about... It, you know, what it was that caused the rejection. And I do actually get to a point where I'm like, maybe I can work on this. Yeah, no, I I journal, you know, and I talk to my therapist. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank God for therapists for when you get rejected. I feel like that's oh the first God. person I want to talk to. <laughs> oh, 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 and then I, th- great, of course. And then I talk to Em and my amazing other girlfriends. And they sit and, you know, they sit there and listen to me cry about it. And so that's how I deal with rejection. <laughs> I have yeah. a wonderful support system. So I can keep getting rejected. Bring it on. No, don't, don't. <laughs> no, okay, so I have a weird thing, though. If I do get rejected in any way, I feel like I have to uh, go back and match that. So, like, if I got rejected in a job and I figure out, okay, this is why I got rejected, I feel like I have to fix that thing and do it better the next time. Mm-hmm. Then I don't feel rejected. Like, it's, it's, uh, so my process is, like, you said you feel sad and you feel it. I, I am not the person who does that, as you know. Like, I don't really cry and I don't really, like, tend to feel things sometimes and sit there but I the rejection for me is actually a motivation mm. like in no matter what it is there'll be something it could if I get rejected on a date somehow it'll motivate me to be like oh I could have done this better just to be spiteful though oh yeah like not in a real like not to be better to that person like if some person rejects me I'm not going to go back and try to win them over but like if I was rejected because of something that I did just to spite them I want to not do that anymore you know yeah. what I mean like or yeah. like something like that so it, it, is, it is definitely a, a point of learning. It is. And it, for me, it's like really, because my go-to is that I learned in childhood is I blame myself, you know. So, oh, me too. Yeah. So I have to really do that whole mental exercise of gym, gymnastics of like, it's not you, like what I was saying earlier. It's not you and do the inner child work. I have a whole process on how I deal with rejection. Me too. So I feel like it's very tough for both of us. It's probably tough for everybody. If yeah. anyone out there deals with rejection well. Yeah. Because it's hard not to take it personally, even though I tell everybody else, don't take it personally. It lands personally. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's So, like, for me, I just deny it forever, and then, like, I I feel bad about it. I don't know if I process it and cry, but I, like, it will make me feel really bad about myself. And then it does yeah. become, it kind of lights a fire on my ass where I'm like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. okay, like, fuck you then. I'm going to get, like, that's how I, you know, like, with losing my job a couple years ago, that's how I felt. Like, yeah. it was like, oh, I was rejected in, in a way through that, and now I've, you know, built back to something that I'm very proud of, and now if I ever saw my former boss again. I have so much to say. So much to say, Joe. I just hope that happens before I move to Island. Uh, so I funny you haven't seen. And it's such a small island. I know. I right? But I think, like, I'm like, just You can waiting. feel it. It's coming. I'm like, we're going to talk. <laughs> corner, you motherfucker. Absolutely. Next. All right. Next question. Um, okay. So, by my handwriting. 
how so we have some negative things that make it more positive but how do i deal with being mis um misperceived or misunderstood go ahead em oh god okay <laughs> um i so this one i wanted to bring up because i've had this in the last couple of weeks a lot where I've, i'm feeling mis, mis misunderstood and like i'm realizing that it's been an awareness for me that that sometimes people you know judge you or have a different different perception of me than i i think i am and um and I have been at this point just a little surprised and stunned. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I have learned now is that I think for me, what I need to do is correct the misunderstanding right away. Yeah, like, like I had I had something happen at work where you know somebody thought something about me, and right then and there, I just said, actually, and I just said it right there. Even though I felt rude, right? Like because part of me just wants to ignore misunderstanding. Like there, I am the you know I am a child who. I don't know, like, or a person who, you know, when I'm feeling home to, I'm like, ha, 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 you know, like, would do something like that rather than say something. But from now on, what I've learned moving on, and this is just recent, is whatever the misperception is, I would rather just clear it up right there mm-hmm. and, like, say to the person, oh, you, you, you thought this, but this is, you know what I mean? About yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. I don't want someone to walk away when it's obviously misunderstanding without it being addressed. Right. Or I think, you know, before in the past I would let it go. But now it's been brought, it's just been brought to me that it's a super important thing to correct. Right. You know what I mean? So I guess like that's my way of dealing with it at this point. You know, before I just don't think I was actually self-aware enough to notice if somebody misunderstood me. Like I really ah. don't. Like I would just be like, I don't really, it's not that I didn't care what someone thought, but I just didn't, I, I assumed that. I am who I am, and people would see me as I am. Right. It's actually a very naive. new concept to me. Yeah. That somebody might see me and be like, think something totally different than I am. It was really, like, it's been hurtful to have that sure. realization. So, yeah, from now moving on, like, I'm, I have no, I'm going to be more of a sharpshooter with it and be like, oh, did you think this? Because that's not right. You know, like, right. I, no, I, I drive you- a Honda Fit, and I live in a small house. You know what I mean? Like, correct what somebody thinks about me rather than just let them, like, go right. and think these right. things. Right, like, right, right, right. Oh, you know. Right. Yeah, I think for me, <clears throat> I always just, well, can you read that question again? I'm sorry. Yeah, how do I respond when, uh, I mean, how do I deal with being misperceived or misunderstood? I always introduce, I find myself going, oh, I'm sorry. What Did you, did you, what, how, how did you hear me say that? Like, because that happens in, in session. You know, I, I feel like I in session as a therapist and um so I always say I apologize I'm sorry I feel like that really lets everybody's guard down and then we can actually talk about it but I, I don't okay. I don't feel like I don't know if, uh, if I'm misperceived I, I probably am I you know why not every we, we misperceive everybody right I don't know I guess I just don't think about it I mean I, I don't have to well, deal sometimes you don't know right that's what I'm saying is sometimes like my whole life I've probably been meeting people and I I walk away and think that was great. Right. And maybe they're exactly. walking away and going, what a, st- a stupid brat, you know, whatever. Right. And I i didn't know that. But I'm just saying now when I catch it and I, I even get a glimpse of somebody feeling that. Good. I'm yeah. like, I'm going to jump in right there and let you know this about me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm very hypersensitive to that right now. Good for you. Yeah. For me, I always go, oh, I'm sorry. Did you think blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah I do try and correct it in that moment. Yeah. Or, yeah, for the most part. Yeah. So whenever that is. Okay. Next one. Next one. Um, okay, this was more mine that I had to address because Go for I'm it. so crazy about this one. How do I respond when plans change without my say so? Go ahead. Okay, I do not respond to this well. Big D and my lovely, beautiful daughter both know this about me. Oh yeah. I and oh Joe's like oh yeah. I guess Joe knows it too. Her face right now is like yeah, I'm aware. 
I do not respond well when plans change. Okay, when I invest and I plan something out, I, I'm very invested in that plan working out. So, like, I, I just, I have to say that this is just not a strong point for me at all. Like, I, well, I just don't know how to cope with, like, when I plan something out and it doesn't work out. I seriously don't. As a 42-year-old woman, I have not figured out a better way to do this other than just, like, either, like, I get super upset and frustrated. Um, it's not a good situation for me and I know that I need to like learn like hey sometimes you make a plan and it doesn't work out you know and it's okay yeah but I'm not at all good at taking that I mean it depends of course on what the thing is like if if it's something that you absolutely have no control over like you know but even then like I remember we were about we were about to go to like the um to Napa Valley right before the pandemic right obviously all everything got shut down I was like determined to go until they shut down the wine you were like the day (laughs) I remember that I'm still going I'm still going we'll just wear a mask and we won't you know we won't like talk to anybody and all this weird stuff and I was like I'm still going and then like after we didn't go I was like really upset about it for a long time like I'm still mad that I didn't go on that trip I'm mad for you yeah I just feel like I (laughs) so this is just I don't know I don't have any advice for anybody this is maybe more a point where I would say I need advice from people to go with the flow. My best coping mechanism is to not plan then. You know what I mean? Like, there you go. Like, seriously. Like, Everybody like, else did it for no, me. No, I learned it. Like when Big D was out here and we were all hanging out like together with my daughter and I made all these crazy plans and then they wanted to just do different stuff. I was so frustrated. So a next trip I told them, oh, I'm not going to plan shit then. Like we'll just go with the flow the whole time. We can just like go and see what you want to do and see how that is, you know? Like, I, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I I'm, I could use some advice in this area. That's I'm, my self-awareness with it. Yeah, that's really self-aware. Yeah. <laughs> don't fuck up my plans. Yeah. Or maybe plan your own thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty go, go with the flow. Like, when things, it depends. Like you're saying, it depends on how big the plan is. Right. Right. But, no, but you seem pretty good with the flow. Yeah, like for, for like the even most when your part, birthday got canceled, you weren't like upset. No. <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't. Yeah, I don't really get too upset. Like I don't. It's so weird. I don't know. As long as I'm, my belly's full, <laughs> yeah, and shit goes down, and I'm like, whatever. But if I'm starving and shit goes down like that, oh fuck that shit. No, I'll be so angry. Yeah. No, no, I gotta be full. I gotta be. Yeah, as long as I'm not hungry, basically, then I can handle whatever's changing. So, (laughs) yeah, I don't recall maybe the last time. I mean, I get frustrated, you know, I'll I'll go, oh, you know, I'll make my sound. (laughs) But I I let it go. I don't hang on to it too much for the most part. I can't let it go. I'm so bad with that. I know. (laughs) You've seen me. I am not good with it. Yeah. I'm I'm a person who needs to, like have like um and I just step back when M does I'm like all right let's just step back <laughs> I know that's probably also why we're friends I don't think I could be friends with another one of me no <laughs> if, plans, but like, if plans go wrong I mean I can be friends with another one of me in other circumstances but if plans go wrong it's all, all bets are off yeah I know like so great <laughs> so go with the flow I pity the fool in my way when I have a fucking plan Oh, take it off. I'm they, not they will learn. They will learn not to fuck with my plans. I know I did. <laughs> I'm like, thank God I don't care. <laughs> I know, you're good. You're so much more laid back than me. Oh my God. Okay, um, next question. How much do I follow through with what I preach and talk about? Go, Em. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, but actually, this one to me, okay, and whatever, we're answering honestly. 
I feel like I do follow through mm-hmm. with what I preach. And I agree. About. I'm a pretty simple person with like some simple core values. So it's not hard for me to follow through with what I preach and talk about. Like I generally, with the exception of I, I, um, I am an Irish storyteller, meaning that, you know, stories get better and better with like one, two, three <laughs> drinks and there may be some exaggeration and some stories and stuff like that. Like, um, but no, in general, like when I say something, I really do mean it. And I usually mean that I'm going to follow through with it. It's not, I, I don't think I spend a lot of time like in weird, frivolous states of life where I'm not following through or going to do, you know, do what I say. Like for me personally, that's not hard. I don't think that I say things that I wouldn't do. Right. Like, I feel like on this podcast, I've been really honest. I'm not like mm-hmm. saying a bunch of crap and then not doing it. I yeah. Mean, I'm not over here saying like, oh yeah, I'm fucking so healthy and like I don't know I just I I am what I am and I I don't have a problem with following through you know what I say I would do I guess Mm -hmm. I'm actually pretty like like yeah you're pretty good about that it's really important to me like and I um maybe that's sometimes where I get would get so upset about someone misunderstanding me because to me I'm so solid in what I think you know what I think I am and what I believe in so like yeah I just don't understand how somebody could miss that (laughs) Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about you? Um, I think I'm fifty fifty. Okay. I, I like I feel like what what I consider is important things I will follow through. Like friendships wise, emotion wise, that kind of stuff, I'm there. Yeah. But like like little what I consider money things, I'm like, Oh yeah, sure, I'll go get that hooked up for you and I fuck, I didn't do it, did I? Like those yeah. I don't follow through with little tasks. You know? Well, but I think this means things that you actually are committed to. Oh, okay. That's how I read it. Read it again? It says, how much do I follow through? Because it says with what I preach and talk about. Oh, what I preach. So I assume it means something. Yeah, you're right. right. I agree with you. Like some dumb bullshit. Yeah, I'll text you. Can't wait to hang out. Like, no, no. I don't do that with people I don't want to actually. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to follow through with that. that, But, like, no, I think the question is, like, do you actually. Well, what's the What's that? For instance, like. Do you pre- say what you preach? Do you preach what you... There's some saying. Yeah. Walk the talk or something yeah, like that. Along yeah. The lines I think of that. that's more the question. Like, okay. do, you, do you say and, you know... Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I say I like to think so. But, like, for instance, you know, uh, I'm supposed to be hooking up our PayPal thing or whatever to get paid for this podcast. I can't believe we're bringing that up right now. Why not? <laughs> I'm being honest. <laughs> that's a plan. Because that's a plan that I made that didn't go so well. Right? And then I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it, M. I'll do it, M. And then... You know, I work such long hours. Like, I, I know I'm rationalizing. I work, Seriously, I do mm-hmm. long, work long, long hours. And by the time I get off work, I'm like, fuck, I don't, I don't want to do anything, you know? So, yeah. But see, I'm not following through when I said I would. So that kind of stuff. But that's just because it's not that important to you. Yeah. Let's be honest. You're right. But, I think, <laughs> but for the most part, no, I, I have integrity, I feel. And, you know, I'm loyal. All the things like what, you, what Em was saying, I feel like we, I follow through. Yeah, I think this question is designed for, like, a situation where it's, like, you know, you have friends that will tell you what to do. They'll be, Mm -hmm. like, oh, my God, like, I've had, like, if they're single and you're in a relationship, oh, my God, you know, dump his ass or whatever. Like, I, this, that, and the other. And then, well, they're in a relationship, do they actually behave right? too? I think that's what that question is about. Yeah. Well, no, I feel like I'm pretty integrous. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. All right. Next one. Um, How do... (laughs) 
Okay, you're going to start with this one because okay. this one's more your question. How do I deal with emotional pain? Ah! <laughs> For me, emotional pain, I go right to crying. Yeah, I know. I feel like you're very good at dealing with emotional pain. And then we figured out it's because I have a cancer moon. <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay. So if you don't know what that means, go look it up. <laughs> Too long of a podcast. Yeah. We need an astrologer. Oh, we do need an astrologer. We got to manifest that. Yes. We need an astrologist. Yeah, that we're going yeah. to interview so we can talk about what the Cancer Moon and all the other stuff. Well, I have about. one, but yeah, she's long distance, so we got to figure it out. We have to do that. Right. Okay. But um, um, say that again. I'm sorry, I lost my turn. Yeah. I, um, how do I just, how do I deal with emotional pain? Oh, gosh, you know, I deal with this all day, every day. That's, I, I'm a professional emotional pain dealer. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're the dealer? I'm not a dealer hunter? of it. I'm like, I'm the taker. I'm the nurturer. I'm oh, the. I, I picture you more of like a professional hugger. A, a like guide. A dealer. the dealer sounds like you're dealing. No, out yeah, I don't mean it like that. that. I don't mean. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to be witty, but that kind of fell flat. No, 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 it was really funny, but I'm like, you don't like deal. Like, that was very like self-aware of me, by the way. <laughs> Um, no, uh, I, I love being like the deeper emotions, the intense emotions. So I cry, I feel it. I have, like I said, kind of in the beginning, I have my process that I do. I do my inner child work. I journal. I talk to my friends. I have a lot of resources in dealing with, with, with all of this stuff. And I'm not scared of it. Yeah, you are. You're amazing. Like if you feel sad, you immediately go to it and you let it go. Or, I mean, not let it go, but, like, you, you feel it. I know. I've really admired that in you. Like, I, I, on the other hand, don't deal with emotional pain at all. Like, in my opinion, like, I feel emotional pain and I very rarely sit with it like you do. It's hard for me. I mean, I, I've gotten way more aware of this and have tried to be okay with feeling my feelings. Mm-hmm. But I don't think, um, I do, like, I feel like you almost set outside space for it like you're like oh i'm feeling sad so i'm gonna like take a bath i'm gonna light my can or like you do this like it time like i'm feeling sad i'm gonna stop yeah i actually call like um i'm like um i'm sad <laughs> and then boom here and it comes I love it. like i'm like i love that you can do that you know like i i'm I, 45 years old oh wait am i no i'm 45 see i forgot my age <laughs> Who cares? Over 40, who gives a fuck? I'm 45 years old. I'm calling her, Em, I'm sad. No, but it's you taking time to deal with it right there in the moment. Like, I think that's awesome. Like, I feel sad and I'm like, I don't know why I'm sad. This is really weird. I'm sad. I shouldn't feel sad. I should totally not feel sad right now. You talk yourself out of it. Yeah, I try to talk myself out of it. And I'm like, oh, and then like eventually I have gotten better with like, it's okay to feel sad, but I don't generally stop and address it. And I feel like I really admire that you do that. Like you like, you carve out time and you're like, okay, I'm feeling sad. Now I'm going to stop and take care of it. Let me feel this out. Yeah. And see what this is about. It's a chance for me to become more aware of myself. Yeah. I definitely, when I, you know, deep emotions is just, it's a gateway to finding out more about yourself. I love it. Yeah. I think you're really good with that. So. All right, ready for yes. the next one? All right, we're kind of going in a different direction from that. How do I respond to someone whose who's beliefs and ideals I can't understand or don't agree with? I avoid them. <laughs> I think I do too. This is why we're friends. Yeah. Well, my first thing is identifying them. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I feel like you're more social than me and, like, you like to, like, have, like, a lot of friends, like, in a I, lot of ways. I do, I have different, like, and yeah. especially, like, mm-hmm. more recently. I'm still kind of, like, very weary of new people. So, I think my first thing that I've learned is, like, I'm not, like, when I was younger, I'd be like, come in, come in, friends, everybody come in. <laughs> now, <laughs> like, no, 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 not everyone is 
welcome here. Like, I need to, like, figure out, you know, some things about somebody before I commit to a friendship. So, I mm-hmm. think first, first one is identifying. Mm-hmm. And, like, also, like, it's not that I'm, I feel, oh, my God, I can't even say open-minded because of friggin' Jin now. Remember his whole open-minded thing? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, he yeah, was, was on the podcast. Yeah, he listen to the, yeah. About, about dating and yeah. straight men that date men, but um go back that's in, that's in the adult friendships episode if you want to know what that is but i don't i think this question isn't like just like oh somebody's different and i don't want to understand them or or i don't it's like with for me it's like a core belief and if i feel like somebody doesn't have that in them or is different than me there's just some core things i won't negotiate with and so then it's avoidance right right you right, know, like, right for right. me i'm like super like dating big d i'm super like um concern about how people think about race and how mm, they feel yeah. about race. So if I get like, you know, a sense from somebody that they um wouldn't handle like an interracial relationship well or maybe they're just kind of racist, like I'm like I'm I'm not that's not a situation that I'm going to engage further with that person. So I'm with you like I'm just avoid. Yeah. Like I don't want any other situation. I don't want to have like I think there was a lot, like, you know, there's been people who like to, okay, so people like debate things on Facebook, you know, like, someone will be like, this is my opinion, and then somebody else, this is my opinion, and it's a fact. And it's a fact. No, I don't want, I don't want any of that with anybody. Right. I'm just being honest, if I know that somebody's so far different from my core beliefs, I'm just probably not going to engage with them. I mean, that's just my honest opinion. It's probably not the healthiest thing for democracy or for our world for people to do that. I think that more would be gained probably from actually trying to talk to each other. But I generally have some protection where I'm like, uh, I just am not right willing. I mean, if it's something that I'm, if it's, it's a belief that I just don't know about, like I'm totally open to hearing about it. Like all sorts of things I'm interested in hearing about. It just, it, this question hits to me as like for where something that you, you stand on. Yeah. Like that you, you, you know, how do you deal with somebody that you're just totally opposite of? Like, right. You know, like in those things so yes so for me i avoid them and let's say if i instances that i can't avoid them because i don't know they're relatives or something Mm -hmm. (laughs) um then you know i just uh, try my best to minimize interaction or minimize the topic that would bring up oh yeah you know bring up stuff that would could cause because no one's going to change their minds here i get that you know so i just try and avoid that whole subject altogether and i try to focus on the commonality that i have with this person Mm -hmm. and i i really avoid all the stuff that's in between yeah so maybe i go into denial Denial. (laughs) but i feel like this this question could like even be a whole podcast too because there are different points where like I agree with you. Focusing commonality and agreement is more important in some in some ways. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like in some certain in some situations, it would make the most sense. But then there are people like relatives that you could possibly be stuck with that you can't really just avoid totally. Right. I mean, I feel like it is worth it. Some you know to have a discussion if you think it's something that you could just understand better. Mm-hmm. You know, but. Yeah, but but what comes to that? But there's certain things right. that I'm like, I don't need to understand your right. racism better. Yeah, that's a yeah. You know what I mean, or something like extreme. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm like, that's there's what... a lot to unpack with that question. Yeah. Hopefully, we did an okay job. Okay, the next question then is, how do I deal with the hate, violence, and suffering in the world? Oh, <laughs> I'll take this one because I really wanted this question. I know, but I do too. But yes, yeah, yeah, you know, with what's happening with Ukraine, for sure, number one that pops up in my head, you know, and like in my heart. Yeah. How do I deal with it? I honestly, I. I feel it. I I go into that sadness. I think about the people that's going through that. So 
I have my daily practice of self-care that I do. Um, I meditate. I do a, the prayer. I do all of that. Uh, and I, I definitely, I have them, you know, I dedicate my meditation every day to, to Ukraine. Like, just because it's like, fuck, you know, I just send out, if you believe in vibes or energy, I, I definitely do. I try my best to send it out. I feel like a care bear. I'm like, you know, like, you know, care bear <laughs> stare, you know. I do oh my the- God, I love the care bear stare. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I do. I like- went to the care bear stare, like, through high school. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do. I'm like, right before I meditate, I'm like, care bear stare, you know. I'm like, sending my heart out and my, all these good vibes as much as I can to to Ukraine and, and not just them but there's a lot of people who are suffering you know to everybody that's suffering because there's a lot of that right now I mean it's probably been the same but maybe we're just more awake so that we see it I don't know so yeah I have I send out intentions and then I cry <laughs> I think that we're um more awakened to some things because I think part of the pandemic when we were all stuck in our home own homes we could only we could only see what was going on in the world um, outside, and we were so curious because we were all in our own homes all of a sudden, where when we were actually living in the world, we weren't as curious about each other. Right. But then I feel like when, you know, like, it, it started with just like, oh, you know, that, but I think it's it's grown, and, um, you know, um, I deal with things, and I actually do cry every time I listen to the news, every time. It's hard. It's the only thing that makes me yeah. cry. Only shortly. Like, I have a little brief tear moment. Um, but then I get really angry. Mm, so yeah. that's my thing mm-hmm. is I'm like, I'm like, and I used to be, um, a community organizer back in the day, like in Chicago. And, you know, I will just always say this anger is not always a bad thing. No. Like, unbroiled crazy anger where you're violent. Rage. Or, that's called rage. Like, rage. That's not like, anger. That's not what I'm talking about. But anger yeah. is what creates change. Yes. So like, I do feel like when I listen to things on the news or when like I, hear about things it makes me angry and it makes me want to take action to do something different um so you know like whatever that could manifest into you know i'm not sure it depends on like obviously there's so many different crazy things going on in the world right now it's like every day there's like a horrible story of like either gun violence right racism ukraine like there's a lot to be upset about but each one makes me want to take action and do something to um you know, do, like, do something, like, I don't know, that's yeah. it, um, but I guess that's how I deal with it, is I feel like, okay, like, we have to do something, whether it be, like, donating money, or shifting, you know, this right. opinion, and, like, I guess as a teacher, I feel like that that's one thing that you have a way of being able to express yourself, is, like, you can hope that whatever is hateful and awful in the world, you could teach your kids not to do. Right, absolutely, so, the teachers, are so valuable. So, I don't know, stuff like that. Um, Next one? Okay. How, I know we're running out of time. Okay, we only have two more though, so we're good. Um, so now we're more on the positive. How motivated am I to change my life for the better? Ah, I'll take this one. <laughs> Obviously, I am greatly motivated, sufficiently motivated enough to actually do, be doing it. On a scale, what are those surveys? It's like five is high. <laughs> yeah, on a scale of one to ten, I'm like a 10. <laughs> 20. 10 times 20. I'm doing it. I'm motivated as fuck. Oh, well, that's a shirt. Motivated, motivated as, as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Because I'm actually doing it. So yeah. Is that, that it? <laughs> that's my answer. That's your answer? That's my final answer. <laughs> All right, and I would, I would check in, like, the middle box where I'm moderately motivated because I want to be a balance of both things. Like, I, I every day think about how I could be better and how I could do things better. Like, every day. Like, there's not a day or a moment that doesn't go by that I don't think about that. But there is some part of, like, self-acceptance 
that I really want to fall back on because I think I was too far in that category for too much of my life where I was like, I got to be better, I got to be better, I got to be better. I have stilled that a little bit, so it's like a balance. I do want to always be getting better, but am I running at it at a fast pace anymore? No. I'm like slowly getting, I'm on the slow plane to getting better, but it is important to me to do, but not, I'm not highly motivated to like, you know what I mean? Change every, like change every aspect, but I'm working towards something for sure. And that, and I guess that betterment is like the hope for everything, right? Like I wouldn't want to be not at all motivated and just like, everything's fine. I'm just doing nothing. I'm a lump on a couch. But I feel like there are, there are people who live in that realm too, where they're sure. just completely satisfied with their life as is and they don't feel like anything needs to be better. Yeah. So they're like, just... And I'm not that, but I'm like, definitely like things need to be better, but I'm not running to the roar about it, but I, I'm aware and like working towards it on the slower path, I guess. There, yeah. You've got your own rhythm with it. Yeah. Yeah, for me, I honestly feel this fire to keep changing. To keep changing and like, but yeah. Well, you know, not like in the past, it would be like, oh, I have this goal of where I want to be. Now I have no, I don't know. I don't know what my goal is. There is no goal other than, you know, when I'm in pain, I need to change that. <laughs> yeah. So so that's that's pretty much my motivation. Yeah. All right, last question. Last one. How fulfilling. Sorry. I'm sorry, I had a horrible dinner earlier. I just had a burp. Oh my god, I said I'd never do that on the podcast. (laughs) She, I did that. I I made so much fun of you. Because I did that and mine was really loud. Mine wasn't loud. I tried to hold it in. I was like, let me try to read the question the way they can because I have no burp. That was terrible. I didn't hear it. No, I'm just kidding. You didn't? I'm kidding. I heard it. I was trying to be nice. All right, guys. Sorry, I burped on the podcast. Okay, no more vegetarian chili for me. Okay, last question: How fulfilling is your everyday life? I'll take this one. It's quite fulfilling. I mean, of course, I would love to have you know one. uh, I would love to share my life with an amazing man who is. But other than that, my life is still fulfilling with that one. Without a man, I mean, I feel very fulfilled, you know, even without alcohol right now. Um, yeah, no, there's there's no pukas, really. You know, I'm just really satisfied with how things are going. But there's always, I'm open. Oh. Right. <laughs> not the kind of open as the other. I'm, I'm, I'm open. Not open-minded. Me. We're I'm, not going to be open-minded right. anymore after, I'm, yeah. after Jen was on our podcast. No, you, no, not at all. Like, I'm, I'm fulfilled and I'm open. There you go. Okay. Um, same, same, like, I'm very similar to you. Like, I'm, I'm pretty fulfilled with what's going on in my life, too. I mean, there's always room for improvement. And I don't think that, I, I always say this about teaching, I think it's true about life, too. For me, like, you're never at the top of your game. And people who think they are are crazy. Right. That's what I think. Like, there's always something that you could improve or do better or whatever. So I'm not, I don't think I would ever be at, like, well, I'm 100% fulfilled with my life right now. No. But I think I'm at a solid 80 on most days. Like, yeah, I'm nice. Happy, and I'm like... Yeah, like, I feel like everything is pretty good right now, and I'm pretty fulfilled by what I'm doing, and pretty content, and, um, you know, but, like, yeah, always, always open to something improving, right. or, or me, not even, I guess for me, it's not, it's me taking action, it's like, I'll, I can do this and make this better, um, you know, but, yeah, I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty fulfilled, too. Yeah, I mean, my, I love how you gave that number, 80, my, I'd be like, yeah, for most days, I'm like 80 to 90, even when I'm sad, I'm mm-hmm. 80 to 90. Like, I'm just in so much, I'm in full gratitude of my life. I, just, 
I, I see the blessings I have and I don't know. I, I'm, I feel pretty grateful. So yeah, I feel very fulfilled, but yeah. I'm open. Just because I'm fulfilled doesn't mean I'm full. There you go. Oh, there you go. Yes, I'm fulfilled, but I'm not full. <laughs> <laughs> There's room for more. Uh, we need to design t-shirts on the daily. Every time we do a podcast, we have a good idea for a t-shirt. Oh, my God, totally. There's room for more. listens to our podcast and steals our ideas because we seriously have a lot of good ideas. We do. But I think that's what, you know, being fulfilled, for me, I just realized just now, is that, you know, just because in, in gratitude... There's just so much room for more, right? You know, it's it's not, yeah. No, I'm just I'm I'm overflowing, but yet there's I'm open. <laughs> Yay! Yay! So that's our yeah. Your that's our podcast. I think that's it, right? We finished all of our we questions. We did. So yes, look in our Instagram later. Yeah, we'll post it. We'll post other questions for you to answer yourselves. Thank you for so much for listening. Oh wait, Joe, I think you did an amazing job being sober on the podcast. Yeah, I did really. Yes, I think you did. I I think it might be better Nailed sober. <laughs> well, thank you. We'll see what everybody else thinks. <laughs> All right. Well, aloha. aloha.